everyone. Welcome to Lorena's Interview Oasis. I'm your host, Lorena Rodriguez. I'm Director of Communications here at Alpha Queens College. I'm here with my very special guest, Anna Saratakis. She's a very longtime friend, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, to give a little background about her, she is a master's student here at Queens College. She is doing media studies, and she got a bachelor's in anthropology and a minor in psychology. She is also very involved here with our Alpha chapter at Queens College. She is um, the brand manager and director of marketing. Yeah, we just changed the title, so I'm yeah, like, uh, I'm honestly <laughs> so confused about them. But okay. it makes more sense with what I do. It definitely aligns more. Yeah, you do a lot for marketing, and you get our name out there. You get our content out there. So good job, man. Fun artist, guys. This is my art. <laughs> this is our art. This is my art. Um, yeah, it's for sale. It is. Come on, buy it. The same. So anyways, <laughs> um, the reason why I called you today is because, like I said, you used to be an anthropology major, and now you're more involved with the alpha scene, you're more on the business side, and you're doing, like, marketing, you're doing news, you're doing anything that has to do with, like, the business realm, so I wanted to see your experience on how you transition from anthropology, which is more like humanities, it's the study of society, human behavior, and now you're more on the business side, mm-hmm. completely different. Yeah, it definitely is different, but I think to understand marketing, you have to understand people. And so I think that having a background in what is essentially like how people live their lives and also like how their brain works is super helpful when you're like looking at essentially how to like sell them things or tell them, hey, join Alpha or whatever it is that you're trying to communicate to people. You already know how their inner workings work and how they communicate with one another so it definitely helps out a lot to have a background in something that isn't related to business do you feel that you have like a one-up on people since you have the background in like how people's brains work how to get them to be convinced by you sometimes yes and sometimes no because I feel like not having a degree in marketing or anything related to business has like kind of stalled me from a lot of things because Obviously, Alpha is very business-related. People here have, like, finance degrees, business degrees, accounting Accounting, degrees. Yeah, Yeah, so, like, like it's very different. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you understand because, like, now you've found this love for podcasting and media, but you're an accountant. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're economics. And so it's a pivot that's, like, weird. Yeah, because you kind of have to start from zero. Like, I found myself watching YouTube videos. Exactly. Whereas... Other people were being taught this in their classes. They had homework on it. They had formal research studies on it. Mm-hmm. While as me, I, I watched like a 10-minute how-to yeah. podcast for beginners. Yeah, it's very like hands-on learning where like now I'm doing a skillfully like ladders, skill ladder. And it's a 4 week program where they kind of teach you the, the jargon, the lingo of like marketing. Mm-hmm. And like I've been doing... Um, personas and like putting together demographics and learning about different demographics and it's something that I'm like it makes sense to me because of the background that I have but it's not something that I'm familiar with and that's Mm -hmm. really intimidating it's time consuming it is time consuming because like not only do I have to do the work that's assigned to me but I have to do like all this extra research because it's something that's so out of my realm and mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know what I'm doing it's like you're taking one step forward and two steps back yeah and obviously like 
in the long so run, you're still, off. yeah, you're still making strides forward, but it's just going to take a little longer than someone who's been taught all of this and like had a undergrad degree in something that will help them get a job in it. But I think it'll be worthwhile in the long run. Cause like, I really enjoy doing it. Like I really enjoy doing all the content creation on, um, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. So like, it's fun. It's it makes my brain move, and I like that. She's an I hate with anything. If you have a passion for something, it'll definitely show. Mm-hmm. You put more effort into it because you actually like it. Whereas like, yeah, you could study something, you could learn it really well, but if you don't, if you're not passionate about it, it doesn't matter. Like you with the newsletter at first, you were like, I don't really know what I'm doing, or with the podcast, like I don't really know what I'm doing, but like it interests me, and now you're like taking a podcasting class yeah like you're taking a podcasting (laughs) class you're watching youtube videos like trying to like slowly get more equipment and like try to make it something that you can pursue and i think that that's really what alpha in general is about and so i'm really happy that i've found a place that maybe it's not like i'm surrounded by marketing and advertising majors and people who want to pursue that but this is your outlet. Yeah, it's somewhat, it's like, it drives me. So despite not having a degree in it and not having like people to kind of talk about it with, because mm-hmm. I'm now you, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, like, just like, it still drives me to keep going because a lot of people don't know what they're doing. And a lot of people, it's so, 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 exactly. like, like I have a portfolio, even like, and so over the summer, I was definitely trying to like build my portfolio to align more with what I'm trying to like find a career in and it was not easy I made my first deck um an analytical deck and granted it was all something that I love it's on the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which is one of my favorite movies but it's like 50 pages long and I don't I I know how to write an analysis and I know how to write reports because that's what my whole undergrad was in but to do it in a visual visual like kind of way it's completely different. Yeah, and I'm an artist. I'm a visual artist. And to do that and kind of combine the two worlds is so interesting, but it's very different. And so I didn't really know where to start and where it would take me. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to go with the flow. Yeah, and honestly, you learn along the way where I'd show my professor. Shout out uh, Jamie Cohen because he's great. But he'd be like, all right what what's next like what else and at the end he was like this is so amazing like this Mm -hmm. is so good and and there's nothing more rewarding than being self-taught in something and then being told by someone who isn't self-taught and has so much experience like this is great work like show this off this is amazing yeah it's good being having that affirmation Mm -hmm. so would you say that he was a mentor to you yeah I definitely would say he's a mentor to me even still uh I'm taking his class this semester and, you know, he's the one that helped me get into grad school. And he's just been all around, like, an amazing person to talk to and just kind of guide me. Because I don't have anyone, like, my parents, my dad didn't finish high school. He worked construction. My mom is a teacher. So I don't really have anyone in the business side of things to, like help pull me along mm-hmm. and tell me what to do. Not even what to do, but just, like, guide me. Yeah, and also talk about their own experience. Yeah. That's, even itself is motivating, like, a first-hand story. Like, yeah, I did this mistake, but I learned from it, mm-hmm. and now I'm telling you not to make this mistake. Yeah, my favorite thing is, like, I did not have a great undergrad time. 
of the pandemic. You know, I had like personal things going on and I didn't graduate with the best GPA. And obviously now I've jumped and now I have a 4.0 GPA in grad school, but that stops you from being able to find a job. And it stops your applications from going in sometimes when oh, you really? don't have, yeah. The GPA? Yeah, they'll like automatically scan it and it just won't go through. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so it's really um, re like reaffirming when he will be like, oh yeah, my undergrad sucked. Like it was so bad. I had a two point something GPA. And I'm like, oh, I had a two point something GPA. I had a 2.8. That's what I graduated with. And, you know, that doesn't dictate who you are like what you're able to do in a job mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very capable of learning hands-on at the moment yeah because you're very open to learning mm-hmm. you're open to feedback you're open to criticism yeah and as long as you have those qualities you will get more in life yeah right exactly now. and like whether it's in grad school whether it's a job whether it's in an extracurricular like organization as long as you have something that you're passionate about that should be enough to like continue to fuel you yeah so for me I didn't even find what I was passionate about until this last semester my senior year Mm -hmm. and it's different for everyone because for you your passion is art and media and you always knew that art was your passion Mm -hmm. since you were younger since you're in high school so probably even before that yeah so it kind of came full circle for you yeah I definitely feel like there was a part of my life where I wasn't being creative because I wasn't necessarily pushed to be creative or like told like, you're not going to get a job, a job in that. You're not going to get money in that, you know, be a teacher, be a whatever. And after working with kids, I'm like, I definitely don't want to be a teacher. Yeah, kids are nasty. They always be sick. <laughs> yeah, they're always sick, but they are great to learn from. I think I've learned a lot of lessons from children, but I would and never. Patience. Yeah. A ton of patience. But I don't think I'd ever want to be a teacher because I just don't think that's something that drives me. And I'm very like, if I'm not interested in in something, obviously, like, if it's a short period of time, fine, whatever, I'll do it. But for long periods of time, if I'm not interested in what I'm doing, I'm... You're going to get miserable. Yeah. And it's tiresome because you have to kind of put on this facade. But like, yeah, I'm not having a good time, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah, Yeah, like, it's just exhausting you burn out really fast and I like when I can't function at my fullest and when I can't put on my best work whether it's art like I've taken such a huge hiatus from making art because I don't feel like my heart is in it right now because I'm so busy Mm -hmm. and you can't force it yeah um so I'm not even gonna like try to push out art and content that I'm not happy with because like when I strike inspiration especially because like my art is personal to me when I find inspiration, then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to tell a story. Exactly. And I want people to connect with my art. But other than that, like, I will never, like, I don't want to put out something that you're not happy with. Whatever it is, even if it's for alpha, like, a flyer. Mm-hmm. I'll remake the flyer 20 times before I'm happy. But as long as I'm happy with the flyer and, like, it gets approval from Justin, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, now I'll put it out. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I'm like... I'm not putting this out until it's perfect. I'll stay up till two, three in the morning to do a flyer. But talked about how you didn't have a great support system going to grad school, but then you met your mentor, mm-hmm. Jamie mm-hmm. Cohen. 
Dr. Jamie Cohen. Dr. Jamie Cohen. <laughs> if I had, had a doctorate PhD. degree, yeah, like, I would definitely... If I had a PhD, I'd make everyone say doctor with yeah. my name. So, like Dr. Jamie friends. Cohen. Yeah. I'd be like, they'd be like, so Anna, I'd be like, that's Dr. Anna. Actually, <laughs> For your information. I actually just doctor. Like, but yeah. So... Going back to that, you found him he helped you apply to grad school. He helped motivate you. But for other people who want to go to grad school, what do you advise them to do? Do your research before you go into any program. Um, obviously, look at the school, but look specifically at the program and what you're getting yourself into. Make sure that it aligns with what you want to learn. And know that a master's degree isn't anything like undergrad It's not sitting in a classroom and learning. It's literally having conversations with your peers and learning from them, learning from pieces of writing, from movies, documentaries, like every resource that you can find that you have in your daily life that, you know, is a scholarly article, TikToks, literally anything that you can think and like pull out as a resource and talk amongst your peers. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, that's what you're doing. We talk, so I definitely my prior education all the time when it comes to things like marketing my last assignment on skillfully was to create personas and then create like marketing strategies for each persona and so essentially you have to like figure out which demographic group would be best to pick from for a specific product that they gave us and a lot of it was psychological kind of thinking like and like habitual which is kind of what anthropology is as well, like kind of watching how people go about life, not just in their bodies, but like externally within a society. Okay, like stuff that they can't control. Yeah, like I've taken anthro religion classes. I've taken just like anything, rituals, even brushing your teeth. Like anthropologists will look at how... Oh, really? Yeah, because it's a ritual that like people do. Every time I think about, like, anthropologists, I think of, like, people... Yeah, excavating things. But, like, I did mostly cultural anthropology, and so that really helped me understand, like, linguistically people and, like, habitually, like, what they do, why they do it. And so when you're thinking about marketing and you're thinking about, like, why would I want to sell somebody... I think it was, like, a plant-based, frozen, ready-to-eat food. Why would I want to sell it to someone? Well, okay, you think of someone like like a Jessica. Jessica has two kids, and she wants to eat healthier, but she's on the go. And, like, you have to kind of come up with, like, problems that people might have and then figure out how this would solve their problem. Okay. And so I think that my prior education really caters to that because it's, like... It helps you be proactive. Yeah, it helps you think of all the things people already do and then how that might lead to issues, and also how to critically think. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to critically think and know how to um, look at something and look deeper than just surface level, and I think anthropology, like, really does that. Like, after the whole, basically, considering, Um, like, past, present, future. Yeah, exactly. You're, like, taking a look at the past and the present to consider what might go on in the Mm -hmm. future. And the thing is, history repeats. I went to a high school where we learned four years of American history, and I think four years of four years. Yeah, it was like a history-based school. And so the thing you start to see is like history continues to repeat itself. 
And it's not hard to see now. Like, history is always repeating itself. And you can look back 10 years and see what's happening now and then kind of see what a pattern of what's going to happen as in the next 10 years. Next 10 years. Definitely interesting to see myself go from something like in the humanities to what I'm doing now because it is different like it's a whole different world but you use skills like that and you don't realize it um like I go on LinkedIn I'll look up a company and I'll show you the employers that are like work there the employees and I'll be like four people with an anthropology degree and I'm like oh really that's me yeah like I didn't know and it's interesting to reach out to those people and be like hey can you Tell me a little bit about your journey of how you went from anthropology to this role in, like, I don't know, could be advertising, could be something completely different, could be recruiting, could be something totally out of the realm, like mm -hmm. something in computers or whatever. Yeah, I need STEM major. Yeah. I need STEM job. So it's just interesting to hear people's stories. And it's nice. It's refreshing because you don't hear it much. Dr. Cohen, again, to name drop, he, um, I think, had an undergrad in anthropology. And so, again, it, it was really refreshing to, to see where he yeah. is. And he's someone that I look up to in the sense that he's so bright and forward thinking without being stuck in the future. Does that make sense? Because I feel like sometimes people are so forward thinking that they're, they're constantly over here instead of being here and instead of looking back here. Mm-hmm. So he's someone that connects all three. And I think that's something that I try to do and that I'm trying to learn from. That's really cool because you can progress to the future. Like how you're saying people are like back here or back here or up here. Mm -hmm. So you can't progress in the future without reflecting on your past and yeah. making it all like so in together. Yeah. I mean, even personally, like when you think of personal development, you think, okay, well, these are some things that presently are issues to me, whether it's how I interact with someone else or how I am in a relationship. And then you reflect like, oh, well, why might that be an issue? And then in the present moment, you use the past to become a better person in the future. So I feel like that's just how I go about life in general, not just like with my personal development, but also with like my professional development. Um, the work that I put out, I'm constantly looking at past work of myself and others because nothing, I saw something recently, nothing is original at all in this world. You're constantly, like, musicians are constantly sampling from others. Yeah. Artists are constantly pulling from, I'm a collage artist. Like, I'm constantly taking other people's work mm -hmm. and making it into something different. I see that a lot in Bad Bunny's music. Like, he always samples like old reggaeton songs yeah. like Winston y Yandes, Zion y Lennox like he always samples pieces and I always hear in the songs I'm like wait isn't that like recycled yeah people's like the way they literally will like play the guitar the drums um marketers do it advertisers do it they pull from old advertising what you get to like reflect and be like what worked what didn't work mm -hmm. how can I rework this to make it work so even fashion, like, I now, mean, like, mom jeans, yeah. 90s pants, 90s outfits, cargos. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, like, the nostalgia is insane. Uh, and the way that advertising and marketing uses nostalgia is... Yeah. 
so interesting but i think that's for a whole different podcast episode um you can come back maybe you can see more things but yeah i definitely think that everything is pulled from the past and so it's definitely a good skill to have where like you can reflect and pull and use that for the future and i think what's helpful now is everything is being recorded like even our homework, like we do it on our computers, it's saved as a Google Doc or Word Doc, whatever it is. And or now, like I'm recording this podcast, Literally it's gonna be on video, it. it's gonna be on audio. Mm-hmm. I can refer back to it whenever I want. To transcribe it into words. You yeah. have like records. We've had records for so long of of people and humans. I feel like to like truly understand yourself and to truly understand the present day that we live in. You have to go back and look. Have to take like I don't you don't even have to take a class. Just like look at art history, look at, you know, American history, global history, history in different places, feminist history, and like look at that and look at where we are today and like draw some conclusions and like look forward to like I don't know, you could be totally wrong, but there's no harm in just thinking about things like that. And it's definitely advice to anyone looking to pivot from a humanities to like business use the skills that you learn all your skills are transferable literally does not matter what it is that you've done turn them into hard skills and then continue like keep just keep going yeah just because people say it's a soft skill doesn't mean it's a soft skill my whole undergrad was apparently soft skills and like i feel like i have so many hard skills that i can turn into a career so just keep going no matter what it is that you've done no matter what it is that you're doing, no matter what it is that you want to do, like, just go for it. It doesn't matter what your background is. Don't let anyone tell you no. Don't let, like, rejection emails, rejection letters, recruiters, don't let anyone tell you no. Keep going. Keep building your craft. Keep building yourself um, and constantly try to be better. Yeah. So, so a little more of a direct question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think or no? If you've been rejected from jobs or any type of internship or any opportunity because you have a degree in something else? Yeah, most definitely. I think that sometimes people are looking for something more specific. I, but I definitely think that I've been turned away a little bit more because I have a non-traditional background in my education. But I don't think it sets me back so much that I'm like, oh my god, I can't do anything I have to like find a degree, uh, find a career with my degree, um, because especially for something as flexible as anthropology, it teaches you how to read, like how to really read critically and like make analysis. scholarly texts. Yeah, um, how to write, write like ten page papers. That's a skill that not a lot of people have no. anymore, <laughs> especially um, with AI. Like you yeah. just put that in, and it'll like regurgitate it. Yeah, something I like, say at the same time. <laughs> It'll and then it gives you like pretty decent work, except sometimes. Sometimes it, it looks like a robot mm-hmm. wrote it, and people don't have the skill to go back and fix that. Yeah, because you're like, oh, this is fantastic, but then yeah. other people when they view it, they're like, yeah, they didn't write this. Yeah, no. <laughs> Please review the stuff that ChatGPT gives you back. Please um, use it as a resource, but not always. Yeah, directly work. No. Um, uh, you properly portray that what 
whether it's in an application, on your portfolio, um, in an interview, I think as long as you can be like, hey, look, I have these skills, I'm teachable, I'm coachable, I do this now, and this is how this has helped me do this. Like, if you can show that this skill that I have helped me do something completely different, and so therefore I can do something completely different if you ask me to, I think as long as you know how to portray that, you'll be okay. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's that. Confidence is key. It really is. And I think I've learned that so much in the last six months with Alpha. It's like, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you really have to say. As long as you, like, that's why there's so many people in high positions that you listen to them speak and you're kind of just like, why are you here? Yeah, but they speak with such confidence even if they're completely wrong they could be so wrong but they have the confidence to at least say it and And get up there yeah on camera be wherever they are on a podium on a mic yeah they could be like ceos and they've gotten ceo probably being wrong a million times but they say it with confidence and they have the confidence to also probably admit that someone knows better than them and yeah i hear that a lot actually so i think that's also key. Confidence in yourself is key, but confidence in your team to learn from them is also key. That's why specialization is so important Mm -hmm. because a person, like, yeah, they can do different things, do multiple tasks and be pretty good at it. But what really helps a team grow is assigning people like, okay, you're really good at marketing. Yeah. You take care of everything that has to do with that. Mm-hmm. You are good at talking, be our spokesperson. Mm-hmm. But whereas like some people try to like combine every skill that they can think of. Yeah. But it's not efficient. No. Like I'm creative. I know what I'm good at. And then I know Justin is amazing at making connections. That's why he's president. If you asked me to make a discord, I wouldn't be able to do it. But then it's had it up and running. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so there are certain things that people do. Like I can't make a podcast. I can't. I mean, I probably can. I thought I couldn't either, but we're out here. Yeah, <laughs> but it would probably take me time to learn it, obviously. And so, if you ask me to do it right now, I would not be able to. Don't ask me to write you code. I tried to learn HTML, which is apparently is supposed to be easy. I heard Java and Python. Yeah, too, I also I had to disable Java on like a web page ones because apparently it's super easy to make fake news and but you, you just have to news. like you like, can randomly yeah like okay let's say you go to the times or post or something and you disable the java or something like that i was trying to pay attention okay but you can essentially almost like take a screenshot of the live website and edit the code so oh. that it changes the headlines and like what it says and then send it out there. Yeah, and then you could, like, well, it wouldn't be set out there, but you can screenshot it and post it, and yeah, so yeah, it looks people super repost. real. Yeah, you're like, oh, the Times sent this out; it must be real. Exactly. So, uh, apparently, those were easy. To me, it was not easy. That's why I'm not a CS major. But like, I think having capable people that are good at things on your team and being able to learn from them and being able to be like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but you know what you're doing. So have so, at it. Yeah. I think that's super important. I think that's also something that I've had to learn here. It's almost humbling in a way. Because yeah. you have to take a step down. Because, yeah, like you said, you can learn it. You can 
try your best at it. But I think what is important is taking a step down and taking letting someone else take the lead on it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And it's also just a person. A part of trust. Yeah. Because you have to trust that this person will follow through and give a product that they'll be proud of and you will also be proud of them. Because yeah. you're part of a team. Yeah, I think as I get older and as I communicate more with people on teams, the more I learn this lesson, it's not so easy to learn because I'm a little bit of a control freak sometimes. You're a perfectionist. I am. No, I love to know what's going on constantly. And so to not really know what's going on all the time is scary, but you have to have confidence in the people that you're looking towards to like do the thing that you need them to do so okay now that we're starting to wrap up i just want to give a special thanks to anna for being here today she has been such an inspiration for myself and to others because she's stepping out of her comfort zone even for just being here on the podcast today that's great thank you uh definitely means a lot and it's wonderful like i said before to watch you grow, to watch your podcast grow, your creativity grow, because I met you in a place where you were in a creative space. I feel like we kind of lost that a little bit. Yeah, because we met in photography class. Yeah, exactly. And so it's nice to, yeah, come back to something creative in a whole different light. And so it's been wonderful to watch you grow. Thanks. I feel like lately, every time I see you, we're like a business casual, business professional where... So now that we're here, yeah, now that we're here being a little creative on the fun side, it's great. It's fun. So thank you. Thank you again. You're welcome. For all my viewers, stay connected, stay inspired, stay alpha strong. Peace.